0: Thank you, team. Okay, let's get to the word tonight. Okay, crossing the road. I don't know about you, but have you tried to cross the road lately? It's a little bit more dangerous than it used to be, especially with these scooter things everywhere. They're pretty dangerous. I nearly got run over by a kid on one of those scooters when I was coming out of IGA the other day. Here's a plug for IGA coming out of IGA, and I just, I don't know why, it must have been the Lord, but I just hesitated for a moment, I just stopped for a minute, and then suddenly this kid went, he goes, oh, (coughs) like, (laughs) he had no idea I was there, so if I hadn't hesitated, it would have been pretty disastrous, so, anyway, crossing the road, or, you know, just getting out and about can be dangerous these days, and quite challenging, and, uh, you know, especially um, crossing the road with things in your ears and you're not listening or you're watching your phone. Uh, you know, I see people crossing roads in a really dangerous situations. So they're just on their phone and you're just like, stop, beep, beep. And they're like, oh, sorry. I don't know if that's happened to you but it's happened to me a few times so I'm a lot more vigilant when I'm driving these days and a lot more vigilant when I'm crossing roads or walking around but you know uh, crossing the road what's it all about it's not just to get to the other side there was all these jokes why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side but I want to share out of the Bible tonight something about crossing the road and how it's a significant thing. Okay, crossing the road, you will get to the other side, and it will make a difference going from here to there. Okay, but this story is an answer that Jesus gave to somebody who came and asked him a question, and you know it's called the the um, Socratic or the Socrates method to answer a question with a question. And Jesus often did that, okay? People would come to him and say, Well, what do you think? What would you do? And he would say, Well, what do you think? What would you do? And this time it's a lawyer. So it's a, uh, an expert of the Mosaic or the law of Moses or the Word of God. And he's come and he's tested uh, Jesus, but he's also got a, a, a question for himself. He wants to know something. So um, Jesus said to him, Uh, This man says, look, I want to know what I have to do to get eternal life. He wasn't talking about salvation as much as being blessed and secure. So Jesus said to him, what's written in the law? So he asked Jesus the question and then Jesus asked this question back. What is written in the law? What's your reading of it? In other words, what do you understand about the word of God? concerning this what do you what do you understand about it now he pointed him to the old testament because the word of god was something they both believed in, they both understood but jesus is trying to point this guy to the answer that he has need of and this is what the lawyer says oh he says oh i know the answer he answered and he said you should love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Like he's pretty proud of himself. He's memorized it, he knows it. Okay, he's like, yeah, I know that. I know that, it's up here. And Jesus said to him, you've answered rightly. He's like, yep, correct. You've answered rightly. Do this and you will live. Sounds pretty simple. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who's my neighbor? Like, make it clear to me. I wanna understand this, I wanna get it right. He was about being right. I wanna get it right. So who's my neighbor? So I know what to do. And so then Jesus, being Jesus, doesn't answer him. He tells a story. I love his stories. They're so simple, but they're so profound and they're so deep, okay? They're so educational. And so this is what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among thieves. He stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead, okay? So Jesus begins answering this by telling a story that seems totally unrelated. He's talking about a certain person who's gone from Jerusalem to Jericho on this journey and he's gone by himself. Apparently on this journey from Jerusalem to Jericho, it's about 17 miles and it's a very dangerous road and they would travel in convoys for safety's sake. But this man's gone by himself. So it was kind of a foolish move. Why did he do it? We don't know. Maybe he was arrogant. Maybe he was desperate. Who knows? But the point is, he has gone on this journey. Thieves have attacked him. They've ripped all his clothes off. They've robbed him. They've beaten him up. They've wounded him. And they've gone. And he's half dead he's half dead so it doesn't sound like a very happy story but then jesus says this now by chance a certain priest came down that road and when he saw him he passed by on the other side now if a priest is coming down you know if this guy's half dead then maybe half of him thought oh there's a priest coming he'll help me yay Someone's here to help me. But he saw him and he passed by on the other side. So he crossed over the road and crossed the road. Likewise, a Levite, this guy's supposed to be even more religious than the priest. The Levite, when he arrived at the place, he, oh, what's going on here? He came and he looked. Wow, he's in a bad way. And he passed by on the other side. He came and looked. He saw the situation, but he didn't do anything about that situation. He's like, wow. And he walked across the road, went down the other side. He crossed the road too. The two people that you thought would probably help, a priest and a Levite, supposed to be close to God, Supposed to know the law. Supposed to care. they crossed the road. Gone down the other side. So, they knew how to keep the law. But they didn't keep it. Okay? But. A certain Samaritan. As he journeyed came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he saw him just like the others did. But they just saw and they thought, this looks like trouble. You know, if I help him, maybe the thieves are just nearby, maybe they'll get me. So they counted the cost and they thought, you know what, it's not worth it, it's not worth it, this guy's not worth it, and they were all Jews, they're all Jewish. He's not worth it. He'd probably die anyway. He's half dead, he'll probably die. No, I don't have time for this. I don't wanna get involved. I'm going. And off they went. But this guy, the Samaritan, who's supposed to be like an enemy of the Jews, sees this Jewish guy, knows exactly that he's Jewish, because they look different, okay? He saw him, Poor guy, look at him, he's half dead, he had compassion, it didn't go from here and logically walk away, it went to here. And he went to him, he didn't cross the road, he didn't run away, he went to him, he didn't just look, he went to him, he bandaged his wounds, he poured on oil and wine, oil. Oil was like the antiseptic. Oil was the, sorry, the oil was the soothing and the wine was the antiseptic to take away the pain. That's what, it, you know, that was his medicine chest at the time. He poured on the oil and the wine, set him on his own animal, set him on his own animal. So he got down, he went over, he got involved He committed himself. He had compassion. He cared. Then he put him on his own animal. He lifted this guy. He's probably a pretty heavy weight. You know, when someone faints or someone's sick or whatever, they're really hard to lift. And so he put him on his own donkey. He brought him to an inn. So he took him to a safe place. He took him away from any further harm that could have been done. He took him out of a dangerous situation, he could have died on the road. He helped him, he brought him to the inn, to a safe place, and he took care of him. He didn't just say, hey, stay there, Um, I'll get the innkeeper. It says he took care of him. Time and effort and care. He really committed himself to helping this person who was actually There was enmity between Jews and Samaritans because of their history. And yet he helped this people, this Jewish guy who was supposedly the oppressor. He helped him. He blessed his enemy, basically. He took care of him. And on the next day when he departed, so he made sure everything was okay, he took out two denarii. Now when we think of it, we think, oh, two $2, that's not much. He took out two denarii, and he gave them to the innkeeper. And he said to him, take care of him. And whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. I will repay you. So he was departing the next day. He had business. He was doing something. He obviously was a pretty successful businessman because two denarii was going to keep for, it was like two or three weeks worth to take care of this guy. So he was going on a journey or on a business trip. He said, I'll be back in two or three weeks. Here's enough money to take care of him. If it's not enough, when I come back, I'll settle up. I'll cover it. (laughs) I'll cover it and I will be back. You know, the innkeeper trusted him. The innkeeper must have trusted him, because it doesn't say any more about that. He followed up. He didn't just say, here, take care of him. He followed up. He gave money. Sometimes we can give time and effort, but we can't give money. Money's one of the hardest things for people to give. But he gave, and he gave very generously. So this is the story. And then Jesus said to him, so um, who, who was the one that's the neighbor? And this is what the man said, he who showed mercy on him, he who showed mercy on him. It's interesting that the lawyer couldn't say the Samaritan man, the good Samaritan, the good guy. He just said He. Who showed mercy on him? He still couldn't articulate because there's still the end, he still had enmity in himself. Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. In other words, you do the same thing. You follow the Good Samaritan's example. In other words, it's not just about what's in your head, it's about what's in the heart and the actions that really matter. He's saying you go and put some commitment into it. You put some heart into it. You put some action into it. And don't be controlled by social stigma. Don't be controlled by negative perceptions of other people. If somebody's in need, it's a person in need. Person in need is a person, person in need is a person who's in need indeed. It's basically what he's saying you go and you help you know this Samaritan was the one who restored hope to this man the Samaritan was the one who restored his dignity he could have died naked on the road but he gave him a second chance at life so the lesson from the lawyer The lesson for the lawyer is, it's not all about what's in your head. It needs to get into your heart. And then it needs to come out in action. Show compassion, show mercy, show generosity, show commitment, show hospitality, show these things, okay? And what's the lesson for us? The lesson for us is this, when we see a need, When we see a need in front of us, we don't have to help everyone. Sometimes we think, oh, I better help everybody. You don't have to help everyone. You just help the people that are in the roadway that you are on. Don't cross over. Look at the situation. And when God puts that compassion in your heart, meet the need that is there. He rescued him. He healed him. He provided for him, he crossed over to help. And in this picture, we see Jesus himself. He crossed over from heaven to help us when we were wounded, when the thieves had us on the road of life, when they were leaving us for dead. Jesus crossed over and had compassion on us and he brought us to the safe place. And he's healed us and he's provided for us he's given everything we need now and he says when I come back if there's anything else I'm there I've got you covered I've got you covered this is just a beautiful beautiful picture of what Jesus has done for us so he said yeah which one of these three do you think was a neighbor He again says this to the man who asked the question. Here he showed mercy. Jesus said, go and do likewise. I think that says it all. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you that Jesus, you crossed, basically crossed a road for us. And you came and you saw us. You saw us, Lord, struggling. You saw us being robbed. You saw us uncovered. You saw us in a desperate situation. And you had compassion on us. And Lord, you've taken us in. You've taken us in. You saved our lives and you gave us another chance. And Lord, you're coming back again. I thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord for all the good th- things that you've done for us. That you've removed any social stigma from us. you remove negative perceptions of us. Lord, for those who've tried to socially distance themselves from us because we're different. Lord, you were the one who stepped over. You broke down the barriers and you came. You saw and you did something. Lord, help us when we see injustices, when we see a need and we are prompted by you that we will meet that need. Lord, I just pray that you would take off us also any guilt or any burden that we may feel that we've got to fix everything and help everyone. No, we don't. Lord, the Good Samaritan came. He was prompted, he stopped, he helped, and then he went about his business. He went on his way. And Lord, that's what you want us to do, to pay attention, to stop when we need to stop, to help when we need to help, and then get on with whatever else we need to do. Help us to go and do likewise. Help us to be a blessing, Lord, to one another, to our neighbours, and to glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Say hi to somebody if anyone needs prayer.